Hello everyone, it's Brian here, My Mental Download. It is Tuesday, and it's lunchtime, which means it's time to have a tie Talk with Kevin Touch. We're really hitting the gamut on some hard-hitting issues. Uh, we do have a call-in, which we're going, I'm going to play for you. And then, we, you know, we talk salad dressing, we talk about Anchor Nation, Creators Council, you name it, we've got it. Make sure to get your call-ins here or at My Mental Download or on the Kevin Touch Station, and we will talk about your topics, whatever they are, as inane as you can possibly make them. All right, let's get to it. Hello, gents. Uh, thank you for discussing my question. So, since you're doing this thing, I have uh, another topic for you. Sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. It's uh, IS23 from the Freak Beats EDM podcast. Um, so, since you guys are discussing about food, I would like to know your opinion about GMO, the value of it, or should we avoid it? So, GMO, yes or not? Good morning, Mr. Kevin Taj. Welcome to our Tuesday edition of Thai Talk. How are you doing this fine after or morning? <laughs> A little snowy out, A little bit cold. But I got some lunch here. About to eat that up. And it's uh, going to be a tale of two stories with this Thai Talk for sure. We're going to have a fun side and then we'll have a little more serious side. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm going to tell you real quick. So yesterday morning, I wake up and there is approximately three to four inches of snow covering our entire driveway, right? And you're not used to that. No, 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 man. We don't get that kind of, you know, okay, okay. We get it like a couple times a year. I'm not used to getting it in March. Uh, so I go out and I shovel. No joke. By the after, by 4 p.m. in the afternoon, driveway is completely dry. Like, that's just like, I mean, it was immediately melting the minute it hit. Like, it came down, landed. And it started melting, and I'm just like, all right. And I shoveled it, and it was crazy, man. This, Good old uh, surface. Yeah, once the surface temperature is at around 40, 42, the atmosphere is such a weird way it works. What happens is you get that – everything falls in the troposphere, for those of you who don't know. Hmm. It's just a, a layer of the – as we're worried about, it's just a layer of the atmosphere is going like, like, a, like, a, like a cake layer. You have sort of layer where it's like 30 or 35. That's where your snow comes down. And then when it transitions closer to the ground, because of the, the evaporation of the surface temperature, that rises up. It gets you around the 36-degree line, and then it comes, mm-hmm. comes down as, as like snow, but it's like a heavy, wet snow, almost like a, a raindrop mixed with the snow with a little sweet and hail, uh, sweet and uh, freezing rain even. And it just, it just sticks, and then it will go right away. And that's the great thing about uh, those March storms, the ground temperature comes down. Nice. All right, there you go. There's a, just dropping some knowledge right off the bat. Kevin, what are we having for lunch today? Some pop mama, baby. We're back. Uh, we got some Thai noodles up here. We got mm-hmm. cheese. We got some green beans, some chicken, carrots, corn, and I got the secret sauce. Ooh, that's what I like to hear, man. That's what I like to hear. So we did have a call-in. Um, Freak Beats, thank you again mm-hmm. for giving us a call-in. I have to admit that Kevin and I talked and felt like maybe this might be a little bit towards that controversial side, but uh, Freak Beats uh, was asking about uh, GMOs. So the, for those of you who are not familiar, GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organism. And uh, specifically, I'm thinking a lot of times people are talking about plants and stuff. Obviously, there's a broader context to the whole thing. But uh, I don't know, Kevin. I mean, I, I know we don't really want to get into it, Um 
just uh, what are your? Do you have any current thoughts? I I don't want to generate too much. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, yeah, we can help the farmer, and we can help other people with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it a hundred percent. Right. Or against it, but I'm also I can see the other side. I, I'm like I'm if you. I'm not going to tell any political views, but if anyone knows me, I like to work in the middle. I yeah. like I like compromise. I feel like compromise works because. You can make you can make an honest, constructive conversation, and with the GMO mm-hmm. side, we can help the farmer. Put some old milk there. If we can help the farmer, if we can help the the people get what they want, and maybe just mix it up to where we don't have one side debate, and we can have a little bit more leeway on both sides. Mm-hmm. I still we'll get more conversation. I, I don't want to be strictly against and just be like, ah, forget the other side. I want, right. to, I want to be for, I want to weigh out all the obstacles before I can make a definite decision. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that uh, they're definitely, and, you know, like I, I think, like you said, there's definitely a way we can help a farmer. Like, for instance, if we can, you know, just, just as an example, modify crops to, you know, repel certain insects, then maybe we don't have to put chemicals on our crops, right? I mean, so there's... We, you know, so there, there's definitely that side to it, but I think we definitely need to have ethicists involved because I, I don't want us to get, you know, looking at this from a profit point of view, you know, like how much, how can we make money? Because there are co- corporations that are patented, you know, they're patenting these, um, these modifications and that keeps it from the people, Right. Uh, so I think we definitely need some ethicists involved to make sure that we're doing the right thing when we are, if we are going to do any kind of jet, we are trying to modify any genetics of crops and, or, you know, anything really. And we have to remember, we have to think about the consumer market. We have the consumers who want one way. And then we got another industry that wants another way, another industry that wants this way. We can't please everybody at the end of the day. Well, if we could find a middle ground, that would be great. That would yeah. Be- We'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, now, Kevin, you brought up a topic last night off air oh, to yeah. me, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna—it's going down. Uh, it's going down today. Uh, we're going to talk about salad dressings." Yes, I just had some salad dressing last night. That's what sparked it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Now, I have—I actually have some pretty strong feelings about salad dressing. Uh, how do you want to start this off? All right, so you want to? We'll just start with our favorite, our, our all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. When I was young, I used to like, but I'm not a big ranch guy anymore. Then I, then yeah. I to Thousand Island. I love Thousand Island. Problem was, I felt like it just kept happening every time. It developed a certain taste. Yeah, it's just like, uh oh, I feel like I'm getting bored with it. And now my new favorite is Caesar. I'm thinking this is great, Caesar great and all. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well. Every day, I feel like it's just an interesting taste. So my new new favorite is now honey mustard. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and that one for some reason I can eat that all day because for some reason it doesn't have so much of the tang and it's it's a little bit less uh, a little bit less tangy. I'm gonna say I mean, that was not great, but I feel like with the with the uh, with the honey mustards, it's a little bit more of that mustard pretzel feel and it's got that mm-hmm. honey feel of just anything is sweet. It's got that uh, salty a little bit after. No, I totally, I totally hear you on this. The one thing I really like about honey mustard is its versatility, right? So yeah. it's not just the kind of thing that you put on your salad. I mean, it, like you said, you already mentioned pretzels. 
I mean, I think that there's a lot that you can do. I like it with my, I like it with like chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like me some honey mustard. Uh, so there is a wide breadth that honey mustard can uh, can do. Now I will say I don't put ranch on anything really except for you're gonna laugh. Uh, wedge fries. I That's really a- like ranch with wedge fries. I don't know why. It just. Uh, it just it, it that that's uh, that's my thing with ranch. I now, stopped. I, I stopped eating ranch all together. I feel like with ranch, not only is it flawed cholesterol, but I just for me, I liked it when I was young, probably because it was really celery. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I realize, and believe it or not, other than the honey mustard, most of the time I'll, I'll switch. I'll have one week. I'll have a salad. I'll have a plate. No dressing at all because it's just sure. for detoxation purposes, and then. Uh, another week, I'll have the honey mustard. I just rotate that and I keep it going. But ranch, yeah, it just, it just developed the taste, and I'm like, nah, not feeling. So my favorite dressing is really French. Um, okay. I like that creamy, um, that creamy taste. It, it's uh, it's probably my favorite. With Russian coming in a close second. Interesting. I had French before one time. I like the orange stuff. It reminds me a lot. Of, it's not Thousand Island. Mm-hmm. Creamy texture, like a creamy Italian, a little bit, and then it reminds me a little bit of. Oh, you know that's it. It, it just reminds me a lot of. They seem like Russian or French kind of mixed. Oh yeah, it reminds me I'm like in France or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I now now mind you, French and Russian dressing. I mean, while they're different colors, one's orange, one's red. I mean, they are they are different, very different flavors. Um, but I and I and I do appreciate both of them. Now, how do you how do you feel about Italian dressing? It seems to be kind of a default, yeah, for people because it's so uh, middle of the road. I guess is probably the way to say it. Now, how do you how do you feel about Italian dressing? Not a fan. I, I mean, I feel like oil vinegar. It's a mix up. Yeah, and it's a mix of all. Let me say, I got yeah. I, I got some Italian dressing right in my fridge. <laughs> I'm telling you, on this show, we go as far as we can to get the most quality. All right, let's see what we got here. So I got the Italian. I'm shaking it up. I thought I hear that. All right. We got a signature blend of herbs and spices. I mean, the herbs and spices, you can tell. I'm, I'm opening up stiff in this right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely can smell the herbs and spices. It's got a, it's got a very liquidy viscosity is there. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it in a sense for people who like it, but for me, that's just not my choice. That's probably one of the lowest sects. In fact, I rank oil and vinegar. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely kind of got that weird, um, like, a, obviously, since it is a suspension, um, it kind of has that weird uh, mouthfeel almost. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's something you have to kind of keep in mind when you're having it. I feel like it's good for some things, not others. I mean, maybe. No, I, I do. I will admit that I do like it. And um, like my wife will cut up some uh, raw uh, cucumber, and oh, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll I'll put a little uh, put a little Italian on it, and that's that that's pretty good. I was I always like that. I think it's certain. It's certain flavor. It's got a certain flavor, certain distinct uh, touch it has, and it really it really brings it to some and some things. It's just like stay away. It's- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, I, I now here's a topic we're probably going to have to push off to another episode because it's considered a salad dressing, but oh. you know that mayonnaise Miracle Whip thing. Yeah, I I was just about to say that. Ah, uh, that's, that's an interesting debate. I, 
I feel like Miracle Whip is it, it reminds me too much of me. I don't first off, I very I, I don't really I rarely eat mayo and yeah. whip in general. But <laughs> I don't think I even have Miracle Whip in my fridge. But one thing I do know about it somebody copied somebody because it reminds me way too much of an imposter of mayo. <laughs> a lot of like a sour cream. Sure. I don't know. It, it just I feel like it's like it's like a Nutella, right? It's it's like one of those those in the middle of the road, like the Italian dressing, we really yeah. describe it and classify. All right, I'm I, I'm going to table it. I'm going to table Miracle Whip versus Mayo, and until next until Thursday because for sure I got I have a lot of thoughts on Miracle Whip and Mayo. Um, we'll, we'll save that for Thursday. There's a yeah. topic. That's yeah, up. there's yeah, that's at least. So if you have thoughts about Miracle Whip and Mayo, be sure to call in to either myself here at my mental download. Or at the Kevin at the Kevin Touch Station, uh, because we we definitely want your thoughts on the Miracle Whip Mayo debate. Um, but okay, so going back, uh, there is we talked about ranch, which I feel like is everyone's default. And yeah. I, now, how do you feel about where they start making the like additions to ranch? So it's like a cucumber ranch oh. and a peppercorn ranch and a whatever yeah. ranch. Well, it's like the it's like the what do you call it? It's like the flavors of ice pops, right? Yeah, or, or flavors of ice cream. You got you got orange vanilla. You got hey, I, it, listen. I feel like it works with some things and not others. Ranch, ranch for me, the only other ranch I, I I've even saw I've even seen barbecue ranch. I don't know how it's possible. Ew. I mean, we I feel like it's getting way too overloaded. I mean, reminds me too much of other things that I don't want to talk about, such as uh, Tide Pods, which that's another story. <laughs> uh, but it reminds me of too many ridiculous things they're trying to come up with all these artificial flavors. It's like ranch is ranch, and it, it will always be ranch. Do, do you do you feel like people that they throw things with ranch because ranch is such a like I don't. I, it's almost like a safe word, you know. Like people see the word ranch and they're like, "Oh, that's safe." Oh man, I mean, there's even Hidden Valley Ranch. I mean, the, the ranch is. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should go on an actual ranch and and, and, hoard, and uh, what do you call it? A rant ranch? A ranch yeah. rant? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, 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 could, we could do something now. It's like, it's seriousness. Ranch, for me, you can you can throw it in with many things. For me, it, it always will probably be number one associated with that. Language. Yeah. Mm. Those two number one things. But I, I just don't see the additions of the flavors that make a difference. Now, if, if it's for the wings, I could see maybe, maybe, maybe one or two other optional flavors, like a spicy ranch or something. But... Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see it from like a regular. I, I, I would just take the regular over anything. Okay, I have. I have one. No, um, my wife does, hates blue cheese dressing. Oh, I don't like it. Either. I. I am a fan, but my question to you is, and, and a Thousand Island falls in this other category as well as dressings with things in them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, trying to think. Well, doesn't Italian count because it's got those ribbon spots? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's oh, not see. just a, it's not just one thing. It's like there's little bits in it. I mean, is that, does that bother you? Uh, yes and no. There's some that do, some that don't. Uh, the Italian actually does bother me in some areas because I feel like it's, it's like a mess. And then the Caesar, it's like it's mixed with so many things, it's hard to even tell. And then there's, yeah, like- yeah. So, so to me, Caesar is a little smooth. Like, to me, Caesar is a, what I would consider that a smooth dressing, even though you're right. There is, there is quite a bit in it. Yeah, it's like a creamy Italian. I'm not sure if you had that, but that, that's yeah, yeah. It, it, those are 
those are hard to tell a difference. Like Caesar Creamy Italian Ranch, not only is it that, that fluorescent white color, but it just reminds me <laughs> too much of they're all the same. It's all taste right. in my opinion. It's it's almost like it's hard to even figure it out. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um but we'll talk all right. about that miracle whip on Thursday. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean I have specific like cold salads, like a potato salad and stuff. I'm very particular about about what's in it. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. There you go. There you go. All right, folks. Uh, again, if you have thoughts on salad dressing, the mayo, Miracle Whip debate, anything at all you want us to talk about, uh, again, we try to keep steer clear of the more controversial stuff, try to keep it light on the show, give a call in to myself or the Kevin Touch Station, and, uh, and we'll talk about your uh, your uh, topic just like we've talked about freak beat freak beats topics the last couple of episodes definitely if you guys have anything feel free to send it in and now we'll uh transition into more of the serious side of the show yeah uh so kevin talk about um your creators council how's that going yeah actually i was gonna talk about the anchor nation but more- oh okay yeah, yeah 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 good point good point let's let's do that first let's do it first yeah so you've had some really good interviews lately yes i can't reveal who what and where but i'll just reveal that i've been having some interesting stories offline too uh the first started with a person i interviewed and they had uh, and it, let's just say a medical problem for animosity purposes and it was a blood clot and and that, that's a little scary and to me right I interviewed this person and to think that you just never know. And it, it taught me something there. You just don't know when or what could happen in the world. And that's, mm-hmm. something that's for sure. The next thing I interviewed, another person I interviewed, we, we talked about someone saving another person's life. That's, that's deep. Like that is right. Deep. I mean, taking, taking that, taking that extent to even go, that is crazy. Sure. And we had an offline reaction with another person on here. We talked about how they were a veteran. They can connect with them and they appreciate me. And that, that felt good knowing that, yes, I'm doing good things, but the people were actually making connections to the interviewee, which mm. was fantastic. And it really just put into context knowing that. And, and the other thing I talked about was uh, another guy I talked about was just uh, his story. And we'll, I won't reveal too much of it, just how protective he has to be of this area, this country. And I, I, I felt on it. So those are my real main stories. So. Well, and something you mentioned to me, and I think that it's um, really important, is the realization that, that especially like our, you know, uh, and we've talked about this before, but like our, our first line, our, our, you know, first, first line defenders, like, you know, the individuals who are serving us in the military, the, uh, you know, police men and women who are out there on the streets. Uh, these are the people who... Firefighters. Yeah, I, I mean, like our first responders, like these are the people who make it so that we can have the kind of quiet lives that we lead. Right, and I think that's important. And we we talked about this on that show that when we had, I think we had a appreciation day back in January on this. Show. Yep. And we find these days we will have a topic about that, recognize it because if you think about it, without them, I mean, we don't know where we would be right now. We would we could be in peril, and I think it's important even. Although that sounds very bold, at the same time, in the grand scheme of things, what will we do without our military, our first responders, our firefighters, our, and even the local guards? We all have them in our communities, and those guys who are, and when something happens, they come out 
out of their own way to take time out of their day and be respectful and conscientious of the situation and still act accordingly as a leader. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think that's really, that's really important for some, uh, what else is going on with the Anchor Nation? I mean, who do we have uh, coming up this week? Uh, yeah, I can reveal two now. Uh, we had yesterday. We had uh, JD, J Dominguez the Fourth, uh, episode thirty six. He's got the Unrated podcast and the Craft with JD. It's a rum brand. And mm-hmm. we, we talked about how he's a U.S. veteran and of the Army. I appreciate his service and a little bit about what we do- we dove into with the. Uh, the career he chose and why he's building a brand for his family and the future of the legacy. I thought it was a great interview, something that you want to tune into because an interview like that, uh, it also humbled me to know that we got people out there who are still doing things for not just their brand, but for their futures of family. And that's important to recognize when we have a chance. Right. And then today I just actually released it early. We had a, a, a one of the funniest guys on here, in my opinion, uh, Shane over at 318 radio. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, great, he's a, great guy. Sure, he's, he's one of the funniest guys on here. And we talked a little, actually we got a little bit serious towards the end, we talked about Auburn football, how we're both AU fans, a little bit about his uh, stay-at-home dad mentality, and that, that's, that's important, his four kids. Uh-huh. And we also talked about a fun fact that it was kind of serious because we're still praying for his daughter, who might be going through some things, I won't reveal it, I want you guys Right, yeah, yeah. But uh, we, we're definitely, we're thought, in the power of prayer, I think that's important too, to keep that in mind, that Although we might have different religious beliefs that everyone can tell opinion. And it's important to share that in the world. Exactly. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm looking definitely looking forward to listening to that interview with Shane for sure. Absolutely. He's a great guy. Oh yeah. And now we uh get to the more serious side. So the Creators Council, Kevin, is just a few individuals who are trying to give i want to say collectively give a voice to the creators here on the channel um tell us a little bit more about that and uh kind of what you're seeing out there yeah the first thing I, the first thing i want to say is i want to say thank you to everybody who has contributed and the creators council was founded i want to make this clear it although founded in my name i had three other guys involved in this that are the, mm-hmm. the original founders he positive vibes uncle mike and ike Wood. those are the guys who voluntarily said, we'll help you. And I, I appreciate that. As we built Steam from episode one, and as I told some people, as people started to find out the dial and whatnot, we were happy. We, we, and we, we even made a segment about this, that Emma Rias, the YouTuber, who, who made a segment last week, mm-hmm. made a segment on the recent tab. And guess what? Three, two days later when he made it, the recent tab is now back. Here's something new. Now, I want to stress this. Did we take 100% credit? Of course not. We will never take 100% credit for what we're doing. That's just not how we roll. However, right. we'll take 25% and we'll give you guys the rest because you guys have a voice. And everybody out here, I don't care if you created one thing or one billion things in your life, you're going to create and you're a creator. Now, the listener will we'll dive into that and we will help the listener for sure down the road. And what we want to stress here is, and, and last night's episode brought into context, and PV said this to me. We're, if anything else, and we both agree, we're building a community to where you're finding new people. I'm openly inviting you to make a segment. There's not many stations on here that does that. I'm sorry. I have to be clear. I want you, I want you to get your voice and thoughts. I want you to get your opinions out there because I feel like you have an opinion. You have a voice. And you deserve to be heard. Whether we get heard or not, 
The great thing is maybe you don't know who Uncle Mike, Ike, TV, and Marias are. Maybe you don't even know who I am, and I have to find you. But yet, that's the way to connect. And if we get the more, the more we get together, the happier we become. That was an old pile lullaby I used to remember. And it is true. The more creators we get, the more happier we become that we're connecting with new people each day and innovating. I mean, if anything, we're bouncing the ideas like the roundtable discussion, and we are the best form of politics. To be honest with you, we're so open to each other's opinions because we are total strangers, and we would like this the app to succeed. Now, am I saying we're going to get all the features back from two or three? Of course not. If we get one or two, that's a win. If you get yeah. your audience, I feel like that's even more important to me. It's more important to me that you get your audience, whether you're a newcomer or you've been on here for, I don't know, eight months. Even. The, the point is, the more you get, the more people you create, you've made a lifelong relationship that maybe you never thought would have even been possible without this outlet to know. We're here to help, and you can express your opinions. And maybe if you're if you got some free time and we got somebody who couldn't make the meeting, you can be on the next meeting at the creator every eight thirty Monday. And I think those those moments like that, to me that only not only warms my heart, but it should it should warm my heart. It, it should warm everybody's heart. And then I'll, I'll I'll let you give your thoughts and I'll talk about the second thing. No, I mean I think I I think it's important for people to realize that there are so many times where the it's pretty obvious that, you know, maybe uh, Anchor has a plan in place, but they haven't really thought about what it would mean for us, you know, as creators. And I think that people need to think about how the, that impacts, how that impacts everyone. Um, and you're attempting to give those individuals a, an opportunity to say what to say what they to, to say how they feel now does that mean that it's going to be all about how you know you can complain about whatever it is that you're that's bothering you that day about anchor no that's not what this is about right. this is about collectively coming together yeah. and making a decision about um you know what what can what what can be done what kind of solutions can be done I want to work together as a team. I don't. I don't want to think this is, at the end of the day, we're doing this for a spokesperson role, or we're doing this for I'm the man. I don't think I've, I've came off across as I'm the man on this app. No, or or PV has not done the same thing. We are doing this, and I want to talk about what I've been seeing. Ninety percent of the feedback is great. I appreciate everyone who's playing that, calling in, voice messaging, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But the ten percent, I want to say something. If you have any problems, feel free to talk to me. I mean, I'm open. I'm open to discussion. If you see, if you see something to where maybe you don't like what we're doing, and you think we can e- evolve it, then let us know. Let us know in a voice message, a call in, or whatever, and just talk. And we'll talk about. It. I want to have open dialect here because I feel like even in modern days, we don't see that often. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's willingly going to give up a thing that's an email or a password that, that's, that's unheard of but for me it's nothing that's I'm not hiding anything there's nothing to see and we're writing emails and we're taking turns delivering I would hope to say one day many opinions as possible I don't want to put a number on just as many opinions as possible and just keep testing the features and when we get confident and we start feeling like okay 
maybe they're not going to go in all of the 100% 2.0 direction. Then we start saying, that's enough. We're, we're good. Let's start giving tips and tricks now. Let's start helping people and connecting one-on-one. And maybe you can make a segment just like that even and give more opinions uh, just to help the new user grow. I don't. Sure. I just don't want people to think that this is a station to where we're here for the fame. We're not. I mean, if we were here for the fame, then we wouldn't. We wouldn't be in this uh, business, to be honest with you, of helping people. We would be. We probably be somewhere else. I think I want to make this clear on today on this show that we're here. We are here to help. Now, will now will I say that we're here to help twenty four seven? And you complain twenty four seven? That's not the case. The case is we're trying to make constructive criticism. To get back to you in a timely manner, then right. get back. We can't just we can't just make it a hundred percent complaining station because then we're going nowhere. But if you can make constructive criticism one on one, and it doesn't mean you can still you can still complain on a private call. We're we're not we're not discouraging that. We're encouraging that. That's still voicing us. We won't play on the air unless you want us to play on the air, and we'll talk about it in the next meeting. We talk every single call and we have done so far. Right. Either we talked about it or we got that money in case we've ever arrived on the show. That pretty much says you are open to you know, basically what it says is if you have one station right now going, you're kind of in the second situation, the second station situation, knowing you're an affiliate of ourselves. You don't have to really even do anything. Just all you gotta do is call in and say you wanna be a part. Well you don't have to, just even your even your listenership is much appreciated. And maybe that will give you some ideas and thoughts to to help bring you more into context of on anchor or just what's going on offline to connect with new people. And that's another nice. Thing. Another thing, I want people to connect with new people. I mean, I've done, I've done it for nine months almost. And I, I'm, I'm humbled by everybody who I've connected with. I mean, nine months ago, I wasn't on the staff. <laughs> I mean, mm. I was just wandering, but now nine months it's, it's come in and I've, I've grown, I've developed, and I've seen a lot of things on this app. We've been through the highs, we've been through the lows, but we've done it together. I think we still need to keep that together mindset and realize that we're doing it for everybody, the creator. We're doing it for the creator and the council, because everybody's involved with this council. And I think this will, uh, this will really help at the end of the day. That's, that's my opinion. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think that's good for people to realize and, uh, and to listen. Um, so yeah, that's great. All right. That's All right. I wanted to say, man. Thank you for uh, giving me the time. I appreciate that. No, no, of course. I mean, uh, you know, we're just, we're just chatting. That's what the, that's what the show's all about, man. So thank you. Appreciate it. Kevin, what else? Uh, do you have anything else before we wrap things up? No, that's about it. I think uh, we got to everything we need to talk about and been doing well everywhere else. Um, not really much. I'll, I'll give I'll give you more of a regular update probably next week just to yeah. get things going, and then I guess on Thursday I'll reveal. Well, we got the miracle whip, and then we uh, I'll talk about the Wednesday interview, and then we'll wrap up the week and then start again next Tuesday, and the cycle begins. Nice. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, yeah. If you have uh, any thoughts about, uh, make sure you call into that creator into the creators council. And uh, if you want to get in touch with Kevin Touch, of course, on his station. Uh, you know, give a call in there. And of course you can always call into my station here at my mental download and that's it. So Kevin, thanks for being on and we'll see you on Thursday. Thank you.